0: Welcome back to the Everything Emo Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. I am still your host, Joe Tillery, and let me just say, what a time to be alive if you're a K-State fan. This season has been absolutely electric for the Cats, both on the field and on the court. We've seen two games here now for K-State, and they look to be a promising basketball team. The unit was picked to finish dead last. In just about every single poll of the Big 12, Obviously, we haven't started Big 12 play. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But let's start with the football team here. The K-State Wildcats are taking over on the football field. This was a massive week for the Cats. And I do want to talk a little bit about some injury stuff here in a bit. But for now, let's just talk about the future. We're not focused here on the bad. We're just focused on the good. The good only for the Wildcats, okay? K-State, if they either... They're one of two options here. If they win out, they have West Virginia this weekend, and then they have Kansas, If they win out, they are playing in the Big 12 championship against TCU. Wow. If KU, the Kansas Jayhawks win, and beat Texas, and then K-State wins this weekend, K-State's already in. They can lose to KU next weekend. They won't. And I'm going to tell you right now, they will not. But that is the possibility. There is a possibility for this team. And I was terrified a little bit. Now, as they say, life isn't always sunshine and rainbows. Let's talk about the negative here a little bit, too. Adrian Martinez, who has been an absolute stud this season, looks like he's going to be done for the year. Hurt his knee, hurt something in the leg, he's banged up. Not going to be able to go for the rest of the season. That being said, it helps when your backup quarterback is the greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, Will Howard this season, if you give him a full season of games, looks like the best quarterback in college football. Quote me on that. Shout out Hendon Hooker. I'm coming for your spot. Will Howard has looked incredible. In the limited amount of snaps we've seen, and Adrian Martinez has been good, I'm not here for the idea of, we got to put one guy down and pick one guy up. Basically, where I stand on this is, Adrian's the dude that got us here, Will's going to finish it off. They both provided tons of help this season. K-State beat the absolute hell out of Baylor. A team who had been surging, a team that's, oh my gosh, this Baylor team, they've got to beat Kansas State. Kansas State's dropped two in a row. They might lose a third one here. Are you sure? Baylor looked awful. That K-State defense, incredible. K-State's offense, incredible. It didn't matter who was playing quarterback. It never does, and it never will. This team is built to go. And if you want to sit there and say, hey, TCU is undefeated. They're going to be a great team. Does this guarantee us an appearance in the Sugar Bowl? Because it feels like it feels like it does. With the Sugar Bowl, if K-State goes to the Big 12 championship and loses the TCU... Okay, you lost to a college football playoff team. You're not going to suffer that much because of it. You're not going to the Alamo Bowl after that. You're not going to the Cheez-It Bowl after that. If K-State goes and beats TCU, it's going to go ahead and end your college football run, college football playoff run, and K-State then earns the right to go to the Sugar Bowl. This is a win-win situation. I saw a tweet that I wanted to talk about. Someone pointed out, doesn't it feel like this three-loss Kansas State team Is going to be the team to beat TCU at the end of the season? Doesn't it feel like that for some reason? All of the energy, all of the storylines coming back. I would love to see that. And this weekend, we might have that in writing. If the Cats can go and beat West Virginia, which I feel good about, the harder task is going to be KU taking down the Longhorns. And it's possible, man. KU, if any year you ever wanted to rely on KU, this is the year. This is the year to rely on them. I'm not a big Jayhawk guy. But they're giving us an opportunity to go to the Big 12 Championship this weekend. The Wildcats, against all odds, have found a way to prove everybody wrong. Everybody wrong. And for some reason, there's something in the air that hasn't gone away. Nothing has changed. It feels like that TCU loss made us a better team. It feels like when Will Howard came in and played an amazing half of football, that added so much energy and emotion and passion to K-State, that loss hurts. That absolutely hurts. K-State's going to be the team to beat TCU if anybody in the Big 12 is going to beat TCU. I cannot wait for the opportunity. While we're at it, there are a couple of guys who are banged up in this game, but I just want to say, if you're a Big 12 team, sorry about it. Sorry about it. K-State is that team. Understandable, TCU's undefeated. They're a great team. Nobody in the Big 12, with the fluke loss exception of Texas, and, and you could even make the argument that if Will Howard's playing that game, it's a different outcome. I'm not going to make that argument, but somebody could make that argument. I think that K-State's in a position to win the Big 12. There's something that feels like this three-loss team is putting together a perfect showing. All of the energy, everything has been pushing towards this game. K-State's defense, who has been unruly this season, no sacks against TCU. That's insane. You've got a top 20 draft pick, top 10 draft pick in Felix. You've got another stud senior player in Khalid Duke. You've got guys on the field that make difference. You got difference you've got difference makers at every single level of the defense. And there was no pressure. K-State still had a shot to win that game. And that's with Will Howard, the backup quarterback, coming in. I don't know about you guys, but if you're a K-State fan, this is the time. This is your moment, man. You've got a 2-0 basketball team to start off the Jerome Tang era. Go Cats, we'll talk about that. And you've got a football team looking to make a Big 12 title. I'm big. When I think about different sports events, and I think about sports betting, I think about different things in the industry, I think about the storyline. This ragtag K-State team. Adrian Martinez, the only four star in the entire starting. The only four star on the. The only starting four star player is Adrian Martinez. He's out. No four stars, and you're going to beat a team like TCU. This team is ready. And I am so excited for this weekend's game. K State and West Virginia play this weekend. I don't know what time it is off the top of my head. I'll pull that up while we're talking. The game I am so excited for, and it might not have the same degree of when you're in Big 12 stuff, I feel more confident that K-State's going to beat West Virginia than I do. KU's going to beat Texas, and that's a pretty lukewarm take. I don't think anybody's got any issue with that. But I'm nervous. Not for West Virginia, but I'm nervous for Texas and KU. That being said, if KU loses, K-State still has to beat KU to get in. If they lose, Texas still goes. Baylor's done. Eliminated from that conversation. Texas still has an opportunity. They're still there. There's still Quinn Ewers. I get it. Whatever. Texas and TCU had the slowest-paced game of all time this weekend. If you missed that, as a couple of field goals. Uh, I think there was a touchdown in the game. It was pretty bum. I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty bum activity. The difference between TCU Texas being like a 20-point total affair versus K State TCU being a 70-point affair. I don't know. I'm just saying, there's a better game that we all want to watch. That football game ends 17-10. To 27 total points scored between Texas and TCU. TCU currently sitting at 10-0. Texas 6-4. The Big 12 is ready for the Wildcats to shoot up the list. Currently solidified at second place. OSU still somehow has a chance to do something. Sitting there at 7-3. I don't, I don't really know how OSU is. Remained relevant. OSU has not been a good football team this season. I fully believe that. They're playing Oklahoma and then West Virginia. Both of those should be wins. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you about OSU. But if KU comes to town, and this game is in Manhattan, it is sold out. To me, this feels like the biggest game we've had since that Big 12 championship. You can make the case for bowl games. I get that. Postseason play, I get that. K-State, KU, primetime, Fox football. That's what you want to see, man. Are you kidding me? You want to see the State Sunflower Showdown, presented by Dylan's? I might add. Who, wants to, who doesn't want to be in that stadium? Bill, Snyder's fam, Bill Snyder Family Stadium will be the loudest it has ever been. I am so excited for that game, and I can't wait. This weekend, we'll answer some questions. We don't know what we're going to see. We know we've got a good football team. That's what we know. We've got a good coaching staff. We've got good guys ready to go. Will Howard will be starting, it looks like. I am so ready for this game, and you should be, too. I will update, and I will let you know about how things look after the game this weekend. We'll talk about it on the next episode. For now, let's transition a little bit. Let's go to some K State basketball here. The Wildcats basketball team is something that I didn't anticipate at all. I mean, I, I personally, well, actually, I'm gonna pat myself on the back. I put down a big, uh, a big ten bucks on K State to win the Big Twelve, and uh, if it hits, that's two grand. So you know, free money. No, um, I didn't have many high hopes. And then I saw Jerome Tang walk on the court. Then I saw Jerome Tang wabashing with the student section. Then I see him going to sorority and fraternity philanthropy events with his family. Bringing K-State fans out. Issues the quote during the game. The student section was great. We just need the rest of Manhattan to catch up. That is incredible, dude. Jerome Tang is the guy for K-State. Not Jerome Yang. Can we talk about how much of a joke the Pac-12 is real quick? Jerome Yang. It's focused on not Jerome Tang. They've got the graphic wrong, and they've got the, the incorrect person, the incorrect coach associated with Jerome Tang. Pac-12 Network is a joke, man. That was crazy, dude. I was blown away watching that. Twitter had a great time with that. So if you saw, if you didn't see any of that, go ahead and check out Twitter. K-State basketball has some dudes that can go. Naquan Tomlin, SportsCenter top 10 dunk. Third on SportsCenter top 10 dunk. Marquise Noel in a fast break offense. Naquan Tomlin gets a steal. Kicks it up court. We've all seen the highlight a thousand times. Marquise Noel behind the back. Smooth pass. Naquan Tomlin throws it down on one of the California players' heads. K-State looked explosive. They looked fierce. They set the pace and controlled the game. 20-point lead around halftime. 20-point-ish lead. California claws back in. I don't know how. Against all odds, that team is not very good. They clawed back into it. K-State had the maturity to get together, rally. Marquise Noel, big plays down the stretch. Keontae Johnson, big plays down the stretch. I'm hearing some talk about first-team All-Big 12 from Keontae. That's a likely possibility. I am so, so excited. When I came into the season, the ceiling for this team, I had no idea where it was. I knew that this is, hey, we're going to get a new coach Let's see what happens. Rome Tang, I, I don't know what it's going to look like. This guy is Mr. Manhattan. You can feel it in everything he does. This team bleeds purple. This team bleeds Manhattan. Everybody loves being a wildcat. Marquise Noel is quoted after the game saying, I don't have a kid, but if I did, I would want him to go to K-State. Put that on a 1,000 t-shirts and sell them at every store in Aggieville. That motivates me. That motivates you. It's got to. K-State goes out there and puts on a great performance where I don't know what changed besides Jerome Tang. Obviously, we got some studs. We got some studs in the transfer portal, studs in the recruiting class. And next year, you want to talk about three four star basketball recruits? We've got the number one player in Indiana, another one, number one player in some other state. I forget off the top of my head. There is going to be some change in Manhattan. And Jerome Tang is the guy that's doing that. Let's go over some stats here from the game that really caught my eye. K State did not play well offensively, they didn't shoot the ball well. 36% on field goals, 26 from three, did shoot 90% for free throws. That's a different thing for K-State. That's never happened, bro. We've never in a single game ever shot more than 38% for the free throw line. That's that's satire, but boy, it for sure feels like it. Turnovers in this game. K-State forced 22 turnovers. Marquise Noel, Keontae Johnson, these guys were killing it. Drawing charges, making plays like that, stealing the ball. It was so frequent that the commentator needed another adjective to say steal pickpocket, swipe, something like that. He ran out of adjectives real quick. K-State, leading scorer for this game, Keontae Johnson, 16 points in this game, Marquise Noel 13. These dudes play hard for each other, man. Everybody got minutes in this game, with the exception of one player that was injured. There's a lot to be excited for for K-State. Keontae Johnson looks like that all-Big 12 player, all that all-SEC player we saw a couple years ago. He looks healthy, explosive, and lethal. Nine rebounds, 16 points. He played 34 minutes in this game. Played the entire first half and basically the entire second half as well. My man missed six minutes of regulation in this game. The amount of tweets I was seeing, let's just run you through some of those. People saying, I haven't stood up and said, holy, a word I can't say on this podcast. I haven't stood up and said that watching K-State basketball in years. I haven't stood out of my seat and visibly been blown away. This game, you saw that. It's week two. It is a second game. And K-State is putting on these crazy highlight dunk packages. That's never been K-State. We've never been this athletic. I mean, when Michael Beasley was here, you saw a lot of that athleticism. There's times when Dean Wade, Barry Brown would make these plays. Flying in, dunking on somebody's head. That's not very K-State-like. We've never been that athletic team. We've been that, all right, hey, let's compete, let's play good defense, let's play tough, let's play hard, let's play physical We've never been a physically dominating team. Those teams where we've got skill, we'll out-finesse you, we'll do whatever. We've never been the team that's just going to dunk on you, just run the paint, crash the boards. It's never been us. That is this team. We've got guys who are willing to go. I think that K-State being picked bottom of the Big 12 is a terrible take. Nobody knew. Nobody knew, or so so to speak. Nobody fully knew where K-State would end up. But they look like a middle-of-the-pack team, at least. At very worst, they look better than Oklahoma, and that blows my mind. K-State is a better team than they lead on, and I am so excited to see that actually scaled to real competition. This season so far in the Big 12, you've already seen Oklahoma lose. You've seen a couple of big games where it's like, ooh, this team should not be this close. KU's been down in both their first two games. Granted, I'm going to say a lot of that's Bill Self-Related not being there. But K-State feels like they're not going to be easy. It feels like Keontae Johnson's a mismatch for everybody in the country. I am so thrilled for both. This is how it feels to be a K-State fan. Usually we don't get these high recruits. We usually don't get these guys that are going out of their way to come to K-State. The Avery Johnsons in football. The R.J. Hunters in basketball. You're getting guys that are coming to K-State for the ema, the family, the aspect. You're getting guys who want to be a part of the family. I know K-State preaches that family. You can feel it. There's conversations about Dylan Edwards leaving Notre Dame and coming back to K-State. Notre Dame just flipped another quarterback. Flipped another quarterback. There was talks of them stealing Avery Johnson. No way, man. That guy is a K-State guy. Dylan Edwards might just make his way down to Manhattan. That's still a possibility. Especially if you go and you win the Big 12. Think about the perennial future of K-State football, of K-State basketball. When you have Jerome Tang, Chris Kleiman, guys want to play for these guys, man. That, hey, let's go to work. Let's go to work. Hey, we've got stuff to do. Let's go to work. That vibe is incredible. I think Coach Bill Snyder is so thrilled to see all of Chris Kleiman's success with K-State. I would say Bruce Weber's probably thrilled. Bruce Weber's having a great time. He's commentating uh, for College Hoops now. I forget what network he's on exactly. But he looked happy, and that's good. That's good for him. It's kind of that weird old breakup where it's like, ah, you know, I want to see you succeed, but also I don't want to see you too much. That's where I'm at with Bruce Weber right now. Jerome Tang. Ooh, this is about to be an early take. We are two games in, so brace yourselves with this one. Jerome Tang feels like a Bill Snyder to me. I'm going to sit on that one for a second. Jerome Tang feels like a guy. You're going to have statues in in Manhattan. You're going to have pictures, billboards. You're going to have everywhere all over campus because one guy understood what K-State offers. K-State's fans, the reason they're the most passionate fans in the Big 12 The reason their home field advantage is nuts is how much love they feel when they're in Manhattan, when they're in the city. The players feel it. The coaches feel it. Everybody wants to play for the team. When the bill's rocking, when the octagon of doom is shaking, guys perform. I genuinely believe this is going to be the brightest time to be a K-State fan. Let's look ahead at some sports betting lines here for the Cats. Now, for K-State basketball, they play this Thursday – Against UMKC, I don't see any lines. I don't think we're going to get any lines on this game because it's UMKC. That game is in Kansas City. Should be another good experience. I, you know, K-State's going to win by 100 there. Cats literally, quite literally by 90 in that game. Against West Virginia here for K-State football, I've got K-State minus 7.5. That feels like a great number for me. West Virginia's played good at times. They've played close. At the end of the season, I, I don't see them really making that much of a change. I did see they decided to keep a hold of Neil Brown for a little bit. I don't know how long that's going to last. That feels like a decision that the players may or may not be happy with. I'm not too thrilled with it personally. I like K-State minus 7.5. With big Will Howard coming to the game, I would say if you want a prop bet that is going to hit, and I've talked about the quarterback rushing props this season, regardless of who's at quarterback, it could have been Jake Waters who is not that athletic. you got guys running read options who have never run anything faster than a 5-2 in their life. If you want a prop bet, Look for Will Howard rushing yards. It's going to be deceptively low, because i think in the transition from Adrian to Will is probably not going to be that high in terms of rushing. It's probably going to be set about 18 yards, maybe 20 yards. Take Will Howard over on rushing. Be the smart man. Take Will Howard over on rushing. Go ahead, join me. I'm going to be in for that bet, and I know it's going to hit. Guaranteed free money. Bookmark that. Guaranteed free money. In the words of Charles Barkley, guaranteed K-State football, I like K-State minus 7.5. Over under this game, I'm going to stick away from. I forget what it was actually set at, but I'm staying away. I don't really like that because I, I don't know what I'm going to get for West Virginia. They could show up and not be there at all, so that's, you know, that's just not going to happen. I want to say, my last PSA to you guys, once again, look around, enjoy life. If you're a K-State fan, it's a beautiful time to be alive. You've got an undefeated basketball team and a football team on path to go to the Big 12 Championship and dethrone TCU. It's a beautiful time to be here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Everything Emaw Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joe Tiller. I cannot wait to talk to you next week. Go Cats!